Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? Very sleep-deprived today, but other than that, I'm doing very well. How are you today, Micah? You know, sleep-deprived too. So, I take meds for ADHD. I've been taking meds for ADHD as long as I can remember. And I just realized that, so I take meds in the morning, and then I take meds at 4 o'clock, and then I take melatonin at night as my Snapchat goes off. And I take melatonin at night, right? If I don't take my 4 o'clock meds, even if I take my melatonin to go to sleep, I won't sleep. Didn't take my 4 o'clock meds. Didn't get to bed till like 5 in the morning. Anyway, there are minor league baseball changes. Rules. Baseball. Changes in the minors. Let's dive in. So a few days ago, um, the minor leagues had some rule changes. And they were larger bases at first base primarily. Um like defensive positioning restrictions, so restricting the shift, automatic ball strike system, pitcher must step off the rubber to attempt the pickoff, and 15-second pitch clock. <sighs> this, is this is really an interesting one. We're going to go one by one, starting with larger bases. I'll give my take first on it. So it's the larger bases at first base, and the first thing I thought was a softball field. Um, when you know you you have the base at first, and then you have the red base connected to it, just to the right out of play, and I I, I like the larger bases because um, you know getting injured, like somebody uh, getting cleated, twisting an ankle, it is very possible. We've seen it happen a lot, so that'll reduce those injuries, and uh, I I like that. So that was a positive, Nick. Yeah, that's smart. I never really thought about it that way. I was just, I had kind of always just been thinking about it as a joke. Like, what are they expecting Bigfoot to come and play the, in the fucking minors or shit like that? But no, that, that that's uh, very smart, and hopefully it will reduce injuries. So, for anybody wondering why we're talking about it when it's the minors and not the majors, because a lot of what they do in the minors or in um, like rookie ball or like very low levels, like shit like that is they're testing stuff out to see how it works and they will most likely implement it into into the big leagues coming on later. So let's move on to the to, to one of the big ones, the defensive positioning restrictions, or in English, um, the shift restrictions. So I don't understand that. Listen, we know how big the shift has gotten, right? Kevin Cash and Joe Madden were very big with the shift in Tampa. It seems like fucking everybody and their mother's shift now. Uh, and I don't really know what the restrictions are. I can look it up. Um, I believe it has something to do with the shortstop playing to the right of second base. Um, but I, I really don't understand it. You know, the famous quote is hit it where they ain't. Like, I'm sorry, Joey Gallo. If four guys are on the right side of the infield, that leaves the entire left side of the infield. Hit it there. It's not that difficult. You're a professional hitter. You should be able to do that. I don't understand this. I don't like it either. Um, I mean, I do worry that it's coming because, like you said, the reason they do this in the minors is because they usually do it as a test, and then they'll bring it up to the majors. But at the end of the day, like you said, these guys are professional hitters, and if they can't hit the ball to the entire field, then, oh, well, that's their fault. It's not It's not the defense's fault. The defense found a way to make it easier for them to get out. That's, that's smart on them. Like, good for them. I mean, like, this will most likely 
just to keep conversation flowing here, this will most likely benefit guys even more. I mean, we know the DJ LeMahieu's of the world just off the top of my head because I watch him all the time. You know, who can hit the ball right field, center field, left field, in the gaps, down the line, wherever you need it, he can hit it. And, and that was already so valuable. If this shift becomes a thing, like restricting the shift, well, they weren't shifting him already. So there's, you know, more opportunities for him to hit the ball and it's going to be a hit. I mean, like, I don't know if I'm making sense there, but the number of left-handed batters I see in particular, because, I mean, they righties get shifted too, but lefties in particular, you know, they'll smack the ball to the right side and we're like, oh, base hit, all right. Nope, the second baseman's playing shallow right field. Uh, or the shortstop's playing shallow right field. And, you know, I, I guess that's just the game now. And that's something that we have to accept. I know it's very, very hot and cold, whether you really like it or you really don't like the shift restrictions. But to me, if you're being shifted on, hit it to where they aren't. Fucking bunt it down the line. Like, you know? Yeah, you know, to me, it's not even that I hate or don't hate the shift. It's that it's just smart baseball. It's smart game planning. It's smart defense. It's it's the coach thinking out of the box and stuff like that, and the players thinking out of the box, and the players being comfortable doing something different. That's why I like it. It's not that I'm necessarily like, oh, we need to have the shift. It's a great thing for baseball, stuff like that. Like I don't really care if there's a shift or not, but if you can figure out a way to get outs easier – then, hey, good for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. you no, know? I think baseball has tried to implement small ball a little bit more, as we're going to talk about with the pitchers stepping off the rubber in just a minute. Um, but I feel like keeping the shift would create more small ball, if that makes sense. Like, you know, Anthony Rizzo bunts against the shift all the time. Joey Votto bunts against the shift all the time. Why is this not like a normal thing? Why am I not seeing like at least one or two of those a game? You you don't even know how much it frustrates me. Like when I'm watching a Dodger game and they're shifting on the on a Dodger hitter, I'm like almost screaming at the screen, bunt the other way, bunt the other way. Like that is a free hit. Yeah, if you can get a down and like, you know, let's be honest. If there's a fastball just coming down the middle, like you're gonna get a hittable pitch in the at bat. At least once, right? And if you don't get a hittable pitch, you're going to get walked if you don't expand the zone. So you should be able to get on base. Obviously, easier said than done. But, you know, get a decent butt down. It's not that difficult. I mean, uh, just off the top of my head, Aaron Hicks did it yesterday uh, against the Pirates. Fucking most beautiful bunt I've ever seen. Just rolled on the chalk line and hit the third base back. It was gorgeous. It was awesome. We don't see that anymore. So, surely, if the surely if these guys are professional hitters, then surely they can learn how to bunt. There's no excuse for them not bunting if yeah, they're I, professional. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, I feel like the bunt has like completely gone away now. Uh, so, and I don't know. Baseball has tried to has perceived it like they want small ball to come back, and I don't understand what they're doing with this. So, uh, on another note, staying with small ball. New rule in the minors is that pitchers have to step off the rubber before attempting a pickoff. What the flying of a fuck? Who out? They're getting like a 15 foot lead? Is this what we're doing? 
I mean, who's who? Who is getting picked off now? Like, I, I get it. Maybe step off for second base, eh? But for first and third, get the fuck out of here, Nick. Oh my gosh, that's just ridiculous. Um, I can't even process that right now. I mean, that are there gonna be pickoffs in baseball anymore? Listen, I just searched it up. In the 2019 season, there were let, let's play the over under game, Nick. Average pickoffs, one over or under per game. Under. Point five over or under per game. Under. Point two five over or under per game. Under. Point one over or under per game. Under. Is point zero seven. So seven seven hundredths. Zero point seven hundred. Zero point zero seven. Sorry, math teachers. That's how many pickoffs per game in two thousand and nineteen. Zero point eight per team in twenty fifteen. Zero point nine per team per team game in twenty twelve. And zero point one even per team game in nineteen ninety seven. So what's the trend, Nick? The trend is going down, but stolen bases are going down. Which doesn't make any fucking sense now, does it? No, it does not. So, to me, you know, there are guys in the league, veterans who, who still have a little bit of speed, that, that take 10, 11-foot leads. There are guys that can do that. They can afford to do that. Shit, is every catcher going to have an 11-foot lead now? Like, is that what we're doing? And how difficult is it going to be for a catcher to throw a guy out? Because it's going to be nearly impossible, isn't it? It's going to be at this point. I mean, I remember when the Dodgers had D. Gordon, when D. Gordon was in the middle of his career, the dude was taking big-ass leads off first base. And I was like, dude, you can't be doing that. But he was the fastest guy at the time. So, like... Same thing with Jose Altuve. I mean, th- those guys were both taking big leads at the time, and it was working for them. I feel like MLB is almost taking skill away from the game, and they want to try and edit the game as if it's a video game, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think about it, all right, well, let's I'm paint you a picture here, Picasso-style in this ship. So, oh, yeah. you know, okay, well, let's go with a left-handed pitcher because it's easier for a left-handed pitcher to pick off at first, right? They're looking at the batter from, from, from the stretch. I'm taking the lead off first base, so let's say 10 feet. The average lead, I would say, is probably 7, 8 feet normally. So that's 2 feet, right? That, that's 24 inches. That's, that's pretty significant. The guy, I, like I'm dancing off the bag. He can clearly pick me off. But he's got to step off the rubber, turn, look, and throw. By then, I'm already back to the bag, eating my Denny's Grand Slam. Like, I, I don't know. This, I, this really doesn't do it for me. Like I said, they're just trying to take skill out of the game. They're, I, I have no idea what they're trying. Like, between the taking away the shift and 
a pitcher having to step off the mound to throw a pickoff. I feel like MLB is really trying to add more offense into the game without it being home runs. Because not none of those rules help the defense, and none of those rules help the pitcher. It, it helps the offense only. All right, so the fastest first baseman in baseball, Paul Goldschmidt, had an average lead this year of 11.73 feet. You've got to figure that goes to at least 14-15. Right? At, at least? Yeah. If it's 15 feet, that's 6% of the bat. It's 6% of the way from first to second. That's ridiculous. How the the catchers with the best arms, Roberto Perez, Gary Sanchez, Salvador Perez, they have no shot at getting these guys. I, I like it's it's gonna be impossible. And is it gonna be awesome to see people steal bases? Fuck yeah. Because God I miss it. But this this is not the right way to do it in my opinion. It really isn't. I just seriously don't get it. Like I said, it just almost feels like MLB is trying to play a video game here where they're trying to edit things to make things easier for one side and one side only, which is clearly for the offense, not the defense, not the pitcher. Um, and we're taking too much skill out of, out of the game. And I, I feel like there's been this trend not just in um, – not just in baseball, but in sports in general, where we're trying to perfect the game too much. Like, the- per- oh, that's a great fucking segue, Nick. Can I, can yes, I cut you ahead. off there? Yeah, all right. And speaking of perfecting the game, um, we're doing robo-ums, automatic ball strike system. So what that is, is there's an automated, there's an automated strike zone. And Nick, I see your face. So this will be an interesting conversation. So there's an automated strike zone. The ump is still there. He has an earpiece in and he's told what to say, strike or ball. So, you know, they can get a random jabroni off the street to do this, which is, I mean, what they do with Joe West and Angel Hernandez, who was in midseason form against the, with the Cardinals behind the plate a couple of days ago. But listen, I, I saw your face. You don't like it. I don't mind it. And here's my reasoning. There are big guys. I'm going to use Aaron Judge in particular because I get to see him a lot. Aaron Judge, and here's a stat, has the most pitches that are balls called strikes against him of any player in the last 15 years. And he has he's played like two, two and a half full seasons. It's ridiculous. Like, and to add on to that, you know, you watch a game. If you can count how many times the ball crosses the plate as a strike, but the catcher was set up somewhere else so he has to move, it gives the illusion that it was a bad pitch and it was a ball. Pitchers would get 10, 15 more strikes per game just, just because. I just – I hate it. I feel like what's the point of having a game? What's the point of humans – participating in a game or calling a game if we're There's trying no to take anymore. if we're trying to take human error if if we're trying to take the human error out of it like as as frustrating as human error is that's part of what makes it so entertaining at the same time I I, like. I yeah I think MLB's trying to erase that and to be honest uh, you, you can't blame them you, I mean you can't and I can't blame them for wanting to be perfect but at the same time like that's just like even even not in sports, you and I, we just make mistakes in general in life. Like it happens. Like 
you got to live with it. It, it. it happens. You learn from it. You grow from it. But you don't just try and eliminate human mistake in general because you can't really just eliminate mistakes. I wish I could just eliminate mistakes from my life. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Jimmy. Like, I feel like they're trying to get rid of it. And if you were to tell me, like, all right, we're firing Joe West, Angel Hernandez, Jim Joy, C.B. Buckner. If you were to tell me, all right, all those guys are gone, fine. Fine. Because they're notoriously awful. They are terrible behind the dish. They do not deserve a job in baseball. I, if you're focused about being perfect Major League Baseball, listen up, Manfred. Me and you, buddy. Let's let's just sit down and talk here. You have bigger concerns. You have bigger concerns than balls and strikes. His priorities need to be. His priorities need to change because that should not be your priority. Because it's already meh as it is. Okay, it's meh, and we can live with meh. I. You know, like you said, getting rid of those umpires would be fine, and I think that's the way to fix quote-unquote human error is getting rid of the worst. But you can't yeah, – I feel like what baseball and sports are trying to do is there's a small group of referees or umpires that are really bad, so now everyone must go by new rules so there's no error. No, what you do is you get rid – of the few bad apples you have, and then there's just normal human error instead of mistake after mistake from the really, really crappy guys. You got to get rid of the problem instead of trying to fix the problem and having those that are good also face the consequences just because you have a few bad apples. Yeah, I I can completely see where you're coming from, but... I don't know how I feel about this. I I really don't know. Um. Yeah, I I really wish I could I could like elaborate more, but I just I'm kind of meh. You know, I feel I feel like that's been the whole thing. Well, let's move on anyway. Fifteen second pitch clock. Nick, Nick I'm just gonna let you go first. That's, you know, I've always been mixed about it. It's like, yeah, I understand that MLB and sports in general is trying to limit the amount of time games go, especially because I think, as you probably know, as time has gone on, uh, attention span for people has gotten shorter and shorter. So I think that's a big, uh, big issue. But I just, every pitcher has their own rhythm. And look, waiting a minute to pitch, like Pedro Baez, for instance, when he was with the Dodgers, he used to be like, he used to take forever, which I mean, like it, it worked for him, but it was a little too excessive. But at the same time, I think 15 seconds is too fast because uh, pitchers are used to just pitching a certain way. I think this could lead to more injuries, honestly. All right. Through the first two weeks of the 2020 season, the average length of a nine-inning MLB game per Dr. Google is three hours and seven minutes, up two minutes from 2019 and up 11 minutes from 2015. You mentioned uh, attention span. Yeah, uh, most people don't have the attention span. 
I would say 99% of people don't have the attention span. Sometimes it's difficult for me to watch the whole game. And I, I love baseball. Yeah, same with me. I, I mean, yes, I'm a big baseball fan, but at the same time, people don't. Some people don't understand how hard it is to just sit there for three hours and watch them. Like I, I always have to be doing something else to keep myself entertained. I got to get up, move around, stuff like that. Like when I go to going to baseball game is fun in person, but it's tough to just sit there. It really is. Uh, yeah, it can definitely be a little bit difficult. Um, another stat at you. Know- Another stat at you, Nick, over a 10-year time frame, the average time between pitches went from 21.5 seconds in 2007 to 23.8 seconds in 2017. So in 10 years, we went up 2.3 seconds in between time per pitch. So, listen, 15 seconds to go from 23.8 to 15, I don't know. I think I, I think 20 would be reasonable. And, and I think I, 20, I, 20 to 25, I mean, I guess 25 is over what the average is. But still, I think you, you have to make it gradual. You can't just say, all right, we're going to go, you know, we're just going to like shrink it. It's like when you're dieting, right? You know, you're eating 5,000 calories per day. You can't go from 5,000 straight to 1,500 because your body's going to be like, what the fuck's going on, you know? That, yeah. that's, that's exactly what's going to go on right here. So, um. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I really do, like you said, think it could lead to more injuries. And, you know, we already have enough arm injuries and pitcher injuries, those soft little shits as it is. So um, I really don't know how to – I don't really know what to make of this, Nick. I don't either. It just – it upsets me that baseball and sports in general is just trying to take out too much human error. Like, geez, give me a break. Give me a break. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode of The Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts. You can find us at thebaseballplugpodcast.com and on Instagram at thebaseballplug underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at Micah underscore 0416. That is at M-I-C-A-H underscore 0416. And on Instagram, at NVMicah. That is at E-N-V-Y-M-I-C-A-H. And you can follow me on Twitter, at NicholasBear7. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-B-A-E-R. And the number seven. And on Instagram, at NicholasGolfer. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-G-O-L-F-E-R. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.